Hello, welcome to the Belk on Business Podcast. This is Josh Belk, and I appreciate you joining the show today, and I hope to provide value to you on this episode. If you do get value out of this episode, please do me a huge favor and make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you're on Apple Podcast, leave me a five-star review. Thanks again for listening, and enjoy the show. Okay, today we're going to talk a little bit about a company's chart of accounts. And not to kind of immediately, as soon as you hear that, you know, don't shut this thing down. Hopefully this thing will bring a little bit of value to you. Sometimes when we talk about uh, financial statements, we talk about the elements of a financial statement, uh, elements of a financial statement. Sometimes people uh, uh, think, boy, this is really boring. I don't like numbers, whatever the case may be. But I think every single business owner has to get their arms around numbers in their business. And I think in order for a business owner to be able to get to the point to where they're receiving financial data and to properly be able to interpret that data, they're going to have, they're going to really need some basic financial uh, just understanding, especially as it relates to accounting and how financial statements are, are built in order for them to be able to make good decisions. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about the chart of accounts and, and kind of just a little bit of an overview on, on financial statements. So every business uh, basically uh, will put together two financial statements. And a lot of times a business owner isn't doing it, them, uh, doing it themselves. They might have a bookkeeper in-house that, that maybe kind of helps them with it. They may have an outside accountant that they bring in. Uh, but uh, every business, you can put together a what's called an income statement or profit and loss statement. Uh, basically, that shows the revenues that the company has brought in and their expenses. And then you have the balance sheet. So you have your assets, your liabilities, and you have your equity, your owner's equity account. And then you have a statement of cash flows. And, and that's a little bit outside the scope of this podcast. But basically, uh, that that's kind of a, a and I think we may have talked about this in a, in a previous podcast, but uh, basically just shows where the cash went in the business to kind of give the business owner a little bit of understanding where their cash went. Uh, but today, I want to talk about the chart of accounts. And so when you get to the point of developing a, an income statement, developing a balance sheet, uh, before you can even get to that point, you have to put together a chart of accounts. And all that chart of accounts uh, basically is is a list of your income accounts, your expense accounts, your asset accounts, your liability account and accounts, and your owner, owner's equity accounts. And most any software, if you go out and, and you know a lot of our, our clients use QuickBooks, they might use Xero, FreshBooks, whatever the case may be. Uh, when you go and you purchase that software, uh, most of the time, uh, in, in the case of the ones I just mentioned, they will have a sample chart of accounts which you can build off of. And so, uh, some of the common questions that we receive when when uh, somebody calls us up and says, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to put together my accounting system. What sort of accounts do I need?" And uh, and I'll I'll start uh, by kind of really talking about, okay, what type of business are you in? And then from there, uh, we'll begin to build out the chart of accounts. And, and for most, uh, most businesses, a lot of those accounts are going to be the same. Uh, so uh, if you're a real estate investor, for example, you might have an advertising or promotions expense account. Well, I own an accounting firm, one of the businesses I own. I uh, partly own a daycare and a, a tutoring company and some others. And every single one of those businesses, we have an advertising or promotions line. You might have a marketing line. We have professional fees. And so those are elements that are all going to be there. Uh, but as you dig deeper into a business, uh, you're going to have elements that are going to be unique to that business. And, uh, and so when we start to work through kind of these additional accounts in the chart of accounts, one area that we really want to look at, and it is the area that seems to bring the most confusion to a business owner, is, it is, uh, is a business owner that is uh, either selling a product, 
uh, or they have a service uh, that, uh, that has some sort of developmental component to it. So let me um, uh, speak specifically, and I'll, I'll use real estate since I think m- many of my listeners and, and a great deal of our clients are in that space. So I'm going to talk about real estate and kind of use that as a uh, as a, uh, as kind of a reference point. As I sit here uh, behind me, uh, not too far from me here, as a, as a client uh, who uh, owned a produce store. And uh, so you walk in there, but he's selling the same concept uh, is, uh, would be there as would relate to many of our, to our, of our, would relate to many of our real estate clients. And that is they have some sort of a, of a product that they are developing. So if you're in real estate, for example, uh, when you go through and you're developing your chart of accounts, you have these income accounts and you have these expense accounts, but you also have this cost of goods sold section. And uh, in what we call in real estate many times is cost of properties. And so what goes into this bucket versus what goes into the kind of below the line, when I say below the line, means those items that are after your cost of goods sold. So when you look at an income statement, you have your top line revenue, then you have your cost of goods sold or your cost of properties. And basically all the costs that go into that section are your costs related to your properties. And then below that line, uh, so that would be all of your, essentially your administrative types of expenses. And so uh, what generates a lot of confusion when developing that chart of accounts is what goes into my cost of properties or my cost of goods sold or what goes, be, uh, what goes be, uh, below the line. And it is extremely important that a business owner is consistent in how they apply what goes into what bucket, uh, what type of expense goes into what expense account or what cost of goods sold account in order for you to be able to generate the proper types of analytics that you're wanting to pull or the KPIs you're wanting to pull out of your business. I'll use, uh, use an example. So if you're purchasing a property and you want to rehab this property, so you, you purchase the property and then you go through and you're in the process of rehabbing the property and then you sell the property all in the same year. So you go through and you, you end up, you have your revenue, that's what you, uh, what you sold the property for. And then once you get into the cost of property section, uh, you may have, during the course of the year, paid for property taxes. Then you go and look at your financial statements. You say, oh, okay, here I have an expense account called property taxes, and you want to stick it there. However, uh, that would generate some sort of confusion if you're trying to pull some sort of metrics out of your business because your taxes, your property taxes really should be for your property taxes of the, maybe the, the, the building that you're, you're purchasing for your business, uh, not for properties that you're purchasing. So that cost of property section or cost of goods sold section should, would include uh, what you bought the property for, so your purchases, and then uh, your, uh, your kind of your sub-expense accounts that would go under your, your purchases. So you have your utilities that you may have paid for during the time that you own the property. The property taxes, we had mentioned that. Uh, maybe materials, your cost of services or your, your labor. Uh, so you have all of these kind of these other expense accounts that you, you may also see in the admin section, but you wanna make sure they get put into the right place. And, uh, and if it's an area that maybe you need some help with, you know, I'd reach, I encourage you to reach out to your accountant or maybe, you're, maybe even internally, if you have a good solid bookkeeper that may be able to help you put this together, that we can get to the point of developing the, the analytics that you need out of your business. So common questions we get, you know, where, where do these particular types of expense accounts uh, go? Secondly, what belongs on the income statement versus what belongs on the, uh, on the balance sheet? So if you're a real estate uh, investor, for example, the entire time that you're, uh, when you purchase the property, you rehab the property, during that entire process, nothing hits 
the income statement until you sell the property. Everything gets held on the balance sheet. That also generates sometimes confusion for uh, for uh, for business owners, for for real for real estate investor clients. They say, okay, well, you know, uh, I'm showing all these expenses uh, on my income statement, but I haven't sold this property yet. Well, that's because all of the income, or I'm sorry, all of the expenses at that point or up until that point would belong in the balance sheet until the time that you sell the property. Thirdly, how frequently should I review my financials and uh, how do I manage for my financials? A common question that we receive. So when you're putting together the chart of accounts, this is one thing that should be, uh, that should be considered. What, what are the things that you want to look at? What are the areas in your business that you want to measure and to make sure that the chart of accounts are built in a way that's going to provide you the metrics uh, that, you, that you need? And most of the time, those KPIs or those metrics that you're going to want to look at are going to measure uh, the weaknesses in your business, areas that you're struggling in your business. So you can go through, and it's great, it's easy to measure the successes, but sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to look at the areas of weakness in your business and say, okay, what sort of metrics do I need to put together to be able to, uh, to improve in those areas? And uh, the only way you're going to get good data to be able to develop those metrics is to have a good uh, accounting system in place uh, with good uh, with good accounts that uh, that you use consistently to be able to generate the data that you need. And then lastly, how do I develop a budget from the financials uh, to be able to, uh, to to be able to compare against going forward? So if you're going to go through and you're going to be able to develop a budget, you need to have a good uh, a good set of financial statements. Uh, you need to have a good chart of accounts that is built off of, and and that you're consistently using the same accounts in the same way to be able to develop a budget. That way you can scale your business or use it as an element uh, or as a data point to be able to scale your business going forward. I hope this brought some value to you. I appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful day.